0: All right, guys, I am doing a pre-recorded intro for the latest episode of Sex Actually with my girlfriend who's standing naked right next to me.
1: Did you have to tell everyone that I'm standing naked?
0: They got the visual. She's standing naked and she's taking off her nail polish. Why does nail polish remover have to smell so bad? And why does... Sponges have to smell so bad. The more work I do to make this house clean, the more my hands smell like we need shitty new sponges. We need new sponges. Send your sponges to PO Box <laughs> three zero nine eight, Los Angeles, California. I whoever's PO Box that is, if they get sponges, could you send it to me? Um, I spoke. I'm back in LA. It's been I've been back for over a week. Uh, new York was great. I've got a couple episodes in the pipeline from people I spoke with. Uh, In this one, I mean, an all-star friend, uh, Amber, the yoga teacher, sat down with me in the center of Central Park to discuss all things relationships, dating. She's a guru. She understands the superior man, the book I always talk about. She understands, like dudes and and she's chill and she's a strong woman and it's super cool it was a great hearing her perspective and even even at times i felt like the crazy one explaining my life which uh against my beliefs apparently i'm not that normal apparently i'm a little sensitive that's what they're telling me um whatever fuck them they're wrong um Anyway, I'm rambling already. What what are you looking at me for? There's nothing worse than a, a woman looking at you completely in the buff, judgmentally. What do you want? Don't look at me. It's a radio. looking at you judgmentally. I was just laughing that you're sensitive. You're laughing that I'm sensitive. That makes me insecure. Yeah, I, I think men are supposed to be sensitive, and we're finally tapping in. Like I've read, I've re- I read, I read, I there was an article called like why women don't need sensitive men, like elite daily's fucking bullshit. And it's like, really like God, like if we treated you with the stone cold attitude that you treat us, women would lose their shit. They would lose their shit, man. We have been so repressed for so long. Like suck it up. You're a guy. It's like, I just want to cry. The sunset's beautiful. I dare you. What are you pointing at? What? What? going back to doing your nails great it's 9:45 at night and my woman has not left me um dinner she ate all the salad so that's where my manlyhood is really putting the pants on in this one anyway enough about me and more about me here's my chat with amber i think we get right into it
1: that's how we roll
0: I have a very special guest. I know people think I make up a lot of names that I talk about. I'm always like, uh, Amber from New York, my yoga instructor, is a real person. (laughs) Welcome.
1: Thanks, Dave. I'm a huge fan of the podcast. Yeah,
0: we are. We're such hippies right now. We are um, in Central Park on a beach blanket. Doing a little. What do we call it? What did you call it? Park <laughs> cast. Parkcast. Park casting. <laughs> um, my voice is a little parched from last night, from drinking and talking to everybody, because I can't handle my alcohol anymore. <laughs> and you had an early yoga session this morning, like a good person. So, I did. didn't make it to that. That's all right. Um, how are you?
1: I'm doing great. <laughs> <laughs> I'm You're super like- great. <laughs> Uh, I loved your show last night. It was super fun uh, to see everyone. And you gotta
0: help me out with my self hatred. <laughs> <laughs> I walk off set. I walk off stage, and I'm just like, the energy, like you know, sold out Gotham show, right? And I'm I'm by all means a newer comic for that level. Do you know what I mean? Like some of those comics are probably like six year, eight year, ten year comics, and it. I just want to hang, but I, you just never like you give like you give yourself. You do your jokes. Not everything hits, but a lot of things do. And then maybe maybe at the end of one of these episodes, I'll I'll play the set. Not not for you, but like for the audience if you want to hear it. But like, then I, you, I walk off stage and I think of all the things I could have done right. And I'm like, oh, you, we just battery ourselves. Do other professions do that? Do you do that after yoga? And you're like, oh, I was pretty weak on that chaturanga.
1: <laughs> like- well, sometimes, I mean, sometimes I leave class and... You know, maybe there was a student who wasn't getting something or some you know something was off or my playlist sucked or something but <laughs> I mean for the most part the, the, uh, you lied
0: about that part that playlist never sucks.
1: <laughs> but I, I think that for artists it's a little different than like for yoga teachers like I think it, if you were gonna talk to me about um, like a music set that I did I think I would have a very similar self-hatred I think artists are always, sort of in that little delicate space of, of uh, yeah. you know, nobody loves me! <laughs> I know,
0: and it's, and I had 50 people there, it was great, 300, 400 people in the room, whatever it said, and, I don't know, it wasn't, it's just a weird feeling, like, the whole, like, the whole day leading up to it, whenever I have a show that's like, kind of bigger for me, I first have to rem- remind myself that it's not the biggest show, it's just, more shit's coming, it's, you know what I mean, like, there's always gonna be something else, so, like, you know, the morning after, it's like, all right, that's done with what's next, you know. But at the at the time, I'm like, I had all these good shows in L.A., and then I'm just sitting here. You know, and it's almost like when you have too much free time. Like, is it just normal for the brain or the soul or whatever it is to want to sabotage? Yeah. Why is your Why is your own, like, why are you your own harshest critic? I don't know. I don't know. But I'm trying to acknowledge it and be like, chill the fuck out, Dave. It's just like, you're on vacation, you did a set, get over it. But uh, this podcast is not about that. <laughs> we talk I, so w- you so you gave me the superior man. You opened this can of worms. I did. That was a year and a half ago, and I have it underneath my seat in my car. And sometimes I have to pull it out and reference. Like, oh, wow. You know what I mean? Sometimes I got to like just flip to a chapter and feel like I need to learn something again because like what like you, so where, how did you find the book?
1: That's so great. Uh, one of my yoga teachers. I had David Data who's the author of the book actually come to the yoga studio and do a like a talk and uh-huh. a lecture and so I went and I remember th- like thinking that he was very um, like charismatic in the way he gave his presentation but also that um, my teachers who who had him at the studio I, I really respected the way that they dealt with relationships and how they Not just romantic relationships But how they dealt with Their relationships in general Just the relationship to them To themselves and to others And they they sort of taught me like You know Not to lie about things Like even little things Because maybe there's Maybe there's a tell behind that lie Like if you're For instance if you're telling someone like Oh I'm You know I can't make it I'm uh I'm busy (laughs) Um But but really you just don't want to go Then You know Sometimes you have to be nice and tell people that you're busy. But sometimes there's something else behind it that you might need to figure so you,
0: out. So you, do you think you became more truthful with relationships with it? Yeah. Like you read it and then gave, and then did you give it to your boyfriend at the time? Or, t- or how did that work?
1: I give it to all my favorite men yeah. in my life. So my friends, my boyfriends, my brother. Uh, I think it's... I think it's It a sounds great
0: book. so. It's the title is a little. Any self help book, I feel like the title can always, you know, the, it, it's you, know, you never know what you're going to get into. Like the Superior Man, it sounds like a skinhead, you know, bio. You know what I mean? Yeah. You're just like, what is this about? It's, true. it's kind of and, weird. and it's not necessarily man, but it's like masculine energy and feminine energy or y- or whatever you want to call it. And like today's society wants to like neutralize everybody want to be like they want to put everyone like everyone should be on an equal playing field but play different positions you know what i mean everyone's not meant for the same thing it's true and i struggle with that with tasha i struggle with like who's wearing the pants in any given situation i'm not saying that she that like i'm like a wuss i'm just saying like there needs there's times when like she takes a ball and runs with, runs with it. And then there's times where I have to be, like, you know, in charge. And that's so hard. I feel like the dynamic, the magnetic fields keep flipping back and forth. And and she, she coming from a place where she has spent a lot of time, like, not letting people into her life. You know, like, she's a single woman for a while yeah. or whatever. like Or, like, she's also, like, most women that I meet... Um, is uh, or like I am as well scarred from past relationships. Like like if I say, like if I say something, she'll be like, oh here we go again. Or like, you know what I mean? You know, like people do that where like some some other guy used to have an issue with her doing something, so she's almost projecting like oh I'm not gonna like this. Yeah. So it's hard to um. It's
1: hard not to blame your your current beloved for the sins of your exes. It's it's very and hard. The
0: thing that the superior man like I had to read it again this week. It talks about <laughs> like unconditional love as a man you know he he talks about like how women feminine energy has like this ocean it's an ocean of feelings it's not concrete so how a woman's feeling like will will uh, you know it'll change in a different way that men's won't like men's like i love you until further notice i love like (laughs) women like they need to hear they they either need to hear it in a different more consistent way where we're more literal so her and i struggle with um like, take for take for an example. Yesterday, she's on um, a commercial shoot. And she, and I have been telling her, like, hey, if you have free time, send me photos. I'm like, I want to hear how it's going. I want to, you know, be kept in the loop. Which is super normal. Like, I don't want her to, like, have to spend her time thinking about me. But, like, shoot me off a photo whatever. And uh, she sends me a photo yesterday. Did I tell you this? No. Oh, man. She sends me a photo of her. And it's a, it's, like, a pet commercial. So, it's her. A dude a 2-year-old boy and a dog and then the photo said fake family. <laughs> now, to her, she knows she she knows how she feels about me. She's completely secure with the, with her love for me and all that all that that entails, but she just sent me, you know, like she like it immediately went to like, you know, biological Dave red flag like what the fuck is this shit oh no
1: who's
0: this fucking asshole in your fake fucking family you know what i mean
1: Steve, you gotta calm down
0: that's what <laughs> that's what someone told me yesterday
1: also you can't be mad at her that she didn't make you her man crush monday until uh. recently. <laughs>
0: but but now <laughs> she's posting a photo with her fake family to her instagram and i'm and like and like it was like here fake family on her snapchat and i'm like i i i'm t- i'm trying really hard because you're the second woman to tell me this my other friend told me that last night when i explained it they were like what well, you gotta be fucking kidding me and um it you know you could call me insecure or jealous no, or whatever no. but i, I think, think so. and, and you know we all have those levels of, of things course. and i'm not gonna like mask it and i think that's my problem is i'm not gonna like swallow that without being like hey babe uh maybe lead with something nice you know what i mean so that was my thing i was like and then today we were talking on the phone and she was like, just so you know, I'm going to, I'm going to, I was like, you should post some more Instagram photos. I'm always honored to post because like, you know, like, she, you know, it's, That's her it's, job. Part of, it's part of her, the gig. Sure. And, um, she, uh, she's like, all right, well, I'm going to post the fake family photo. So don't be sad. And I was like, babe, no, it's not like that. Reword it. Reword that d- me not being sad with something positive. Just lead. And she goes, uh, she goes, I-, I love you so much. And blah, blah, blah. And I was like, done, done. Perfect. That's it. That's it. So my set, si- my psychosis wasn't <laughs> that I don't want her to have a successful career where she has to have a fake husband for the day. It was you, like, if you have time to send me the photo, you, like you take an extra seven seconds and just say, I love you so much, babe, blah, blah, blah.
1: Well, I think that there's two things here, right? One is if you just want her to say that, then you should say, hey, send me a text and say hello, but don't tell her to send you a picture and then you know, if she right. chooses to have the artistic expression to say fake family, <laughs> she's choosing I to want, do a little comedy send in Send me a
0: photo in a nun outfit, Tasha. <laughs> if you're listening to this, I want a photo in a nun outfit.
1: Cause I Not think a sexy
0: <laughs> nun outfit. I want a head to toe, shawls and shit. Yeah, cause it, and but I, but my, yeah, and you're right. Maybe I asked for it, but I was also like, man, a picture really does say a thousand words because I, I was immediately like, n- n- you know, I felt a little bit threatened and that's not jealousy. Threatened. It's not jealousy. I'm not like, all right, if she wants to leave me for this dude, fine. You oh, know she, what I mean? No, and it's not that. It's not it. that. Yeah. But, like, you have to understand, uh, she, sh- she does a lot of shoots where, like, this is a revolving thing where um, I'll have to, like, see her Snapchat and I'll, I'll try not to look at her Snapchat because you do read into things. And, but but it goes both ways. She's seen my Snapchat where I had to do shoots with like, models and shit. And, um, and she's gotten f- inf- like, inf- f- you know, raged out of her mind because it's a hard emotion to feel. It's a voyeuristic feeling where you feel like you're being cheated on. It's a very, and there's nothing in the world to compare it to because it's new. You never had to deal with this And the snapchats crazy. I mean, she'll be on shoots and I'm guilty of this. I've followed other models also cause I'm like, Hey, what are they up to? You know, but I'm following the other models snapchats and it's horrifying to see, I swear to see five models, and it could be anyone, but sitting in a room all chatting and seeing another model's Snapchat and seeing my girlfriend in the background of it. N- and nothing bad's going on. But I'm like, I've replayed Snapchats to be like, who's she talking to? Is it a guy?
1: Am I crazy, Amber? <laughs> no, no, you're not crazy.
0: This, I shouldn't be, but you shouldn't. The, I think the point is A, you shouldn't subject yourself to this. You right. need to take stances. Up.
1: I, I actually have a rule I am not friends on social media with anybody that i date wow and i have two exes that i'm friends with on facebook but it was because it was like a long long like many years ago and they they live in other countries yes yeah. yeah. <laughs> so that's the only reason but I, I can't do it i know myself too well i'm i'm then not
0: how do you spy on them
1: but i'm not <laughs> i'm <laughs> I mean, not a jealous girlfriend when i'm with somebody but for some reason Facebook brings out the devil in I me. think
0: subjectively I, and the I devil. can't I can't be subjective really um, but I do think that I'm not as bad as some people but I'm also learning what's my trigger and it's this voyeuristic shit it's like peeping in on this get, get getting a still that like they're sitting there with their family like ah man it's bad so I literally I don't want to harp on it too much but I want to share like 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 where this train ran away. But so she sent me the photo, fake family, and I responded with like a few like <laughs> babe, I'm about to go on stage, you know, send me something some love, blah blah blah. And she's like and then she, you know she and then you know she sent me? Um it's all right, babe. He's not funny, you you have no competition. And oh. that that was great. That was nice. So nice. But listen, that's what she sent me before my set. I do my set and then afterwards, I'm, I am feeling pretty high. I'm like, I'm like nervous after my set. I'm like, uh, I think it went well, but I'm like, ugh, you know? Sure. So I get off and, and, uh, and I call her, or she calls me, and we talk. And uh, we're next to a dump truck, by the way, in New York City, if you can Great. hear that. Uh, nothing like garbage juice being squished out. No, you're fine. Don't worry about it. Uh, but, uh, she calls me and we talk and she's super excited about how her how her job went. And I'm excited for her. And of course, even though I just got off stage, the first 10 minutes is like about her, you know, not normal. Sure. But she was like, yeah, it went really well. And it turns out the male model was a guy that used to date someone in their like model group. This is like, uh, you know, not needed info, but he's a, you know, normal, good looking ripped fucking, you know, dude, (laughs) you know, whatever. But, uh, Um, she's like, yeah, you know, like we were, we're all hanging out and he, uh, he told me to tell you he's not funny. And I was like, wait a second. What? I was like, he told you to tell, I was like, and as a guy, I don't know if that makes sense to you, but I understand he's like undercutting me like, Oh, don't worry. Like tell him I'm not funny (laughs) as they're drinking champagne and eating shrimp on a boat. Like in (laughs) there, you know what I mean? Like immediately like, Holy shit. Fuck this guy. Fuck him tell him i'm not funny i just got off stage motherfucker i just did a fucking awesome show like don't fucking tell him i'm not funny reverse psychology me while you're on set with your fake child your gorgeous little two-year-old with a bowl cut and your Your dog and your little dog named terry or whatever the fuck (laughs) your family so i I literally was like i got mad i'm i'm in uh, this is this is real life i'm at gotham comedy club like but i'm like mad but like church voice man. I'm like babe like, cuz it's like I was like trying to be quiet. I'm like, Babe, hold on a second. So I just got really mad and she was like oh, and then and then she did the whole like, oh don't do this type of thing which don't do this. Why don't you know <laughs> Don't do this I'm not and I didn't I didn't yell or anything, but I immediately was like trying to practice the superior man, even though even though I probably should have, you know, Rewind a few minutes and in, in taking things differently, but I was like, "Look, no, no, like, like we're gonna we're gonna squash this with love right now." But I just want you to know, it's tough when I'm on the other side of the country that you've got a guy telling you to tell me he's not funny. Does that make any sense? Yeah, crazy.
1: No, you're not crazy.
0: So, I, bec- so like I wanted to hear it from her, and I I know I mean look, there's girls after the show. I got. Someone gave me cologne in a in a book by Aziz and sorry Modern Romance. Thank you, Lindsay, a a listener. Like someone (laughs) gave me a book and then someone gave me cologne. Both good looking girls. You know what I mean? Sure. And and, and Tasha doesn't need to be jealous of them or anything. And like I'm like you know after a show working it with friends and and, you know like doing the thing you do after a show where you like network and all that bullshit. So like I'm my yesterday right yesterday speaking. I spoke with a bunch of different girls. I took photos. I did this and that. And Tasha worked with a fake family who had a good-looking model husband. You know what I mean? So, like, we both did shit that wasn't with the other person. Right. But for some reason, it just irks me that I know behind the scenes that he's, like... Uh, not funny, blah, blah. no no, dumbass you're not you're a fucking model you're just there because you look good go you know eat a fucking <laughs> think thin gluten free protein bar you bitch
1: that's just typical like male you know butting heads so I think that's I think but that it, that's because normal because I couldn't
0: compete I couldn't comp- I wasn't there to out funny him <laughs> you know
1: what I mean she's dating
0: me I wasn't there to be like this motherfucker I'll, lose, I'll own this conversation
1: I think if anything you should be happy that that instinct still exists because it's you know just telling that you're you know you're the man it's it's I mean, okay you uh, know but can and you, imagine? you guys are both artists like it's just a day in both of your lives I know and it's
0: just a day yeah and it happens
1: listen. all the time it, uh, unfortunately
0: it does and someone who listens and to it will the,
1: keep happening
0: someone who listens to the podcast was like uh, they told me last night, they were like, Dave, you guys, you guys fight a lot. And I'm thinking, well, you don't have a podcast where you talk about your relationships. So maybe, right. maybe like, you know, I do this podcast once a week or whatever. Yeah, maybe there's a fight in there that we talk about. But I really do think we're just jockeying for communication and understanding. And it's really tough. I mean, it's really, it's, it's, it's tough because she wants, you know, she wants to, I think, deep down. She wants to please me, and she doesn't quite know how to do that in certain situations. And I think to me it's obvious, but to her it's not. So after yesterday's uh, thing, to me it's obvious just send me the photo, but send me a note. Send me, like, something really sweet. Like, I know you love me. I know you care about me. I know you think I'm, you know, whatever, good for you. Um, But, like, just lead with that. So I think it just came down to, like, I'm, I'm trying to teach her, and you can tell me if this is right or wrong. Please tell me if I'm wrong. I'm trying to teach her the the ways to, like, manage me while I keep my expectations under check. I might have had too high of an expectation yesterday.
1: Well, I think that nobody reads minds. Like, women are notorious for telling each other, you know, your your man can't read your mind, so you just have to tell him what you want. But women can't read minds either. I mean, everybody is intuitive in their own respect, male, female, whatever. But I think that uh, for you... Which, you know, we already said it's like you just have to tell her you want a sweet note and the phono, you know. You just have to be good with your communication and um
0: Yeah, like I don't want her to hide anything from me. You
1: you can't expect her to read your mind and nor she yours. And right? the
0: tough part is I I, I can't play it like even Stevens. Like I like I was like I know if it was the other way around, she would be like, Fuck you. Don't send me the photo of you and your fake family with your gorgeous wife. Like, if it was the other way around, she would not be cool with it. But yet, somehow, she still doesn't grip that. And and people are listening. People think, oh, she's trying to make you jealous. No, I honestly don't think she was trying to make me jealous. I don't think she's trying to play that game. I think she just comes from, like, a really good-natured place in, like, her hometown. Like, I feel like she comes in this bubble where she doesn't understand that, that's, that there's a way to play social media with dating and and she's not quite there yet with me
1: but don't you think it was meant to be a joke like this i don't know fake
0: i don't know but how do and 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 i i was talking to a a, a, a musical theater actress a friend of mine yesterday she was like if i have to go kiss a guy in a theater my boyfriend's gonna be okay with it and if i was like yeah so what if you have to go kiss a guy you know 80 days out of the summer You've got to kiss them every day and, and really feel this attraction on stage. You don't think that's going to carry home? She's like, yeah. And I was like, so you could leave your boyfriend. You could literally develop a showmans they call it. It's a thing. Every, fu- sure. every TV show, there's every movie. Yeah. I mean, you got Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie. Like, what's a better example than that? They had to be fucking sexy and turn it on. And they were provided this environment, this little test tube for that relationship. It's not, it's, it happens. It's real. It's oxytocin sure it's like you 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 fake it you think you're faking it and reading it off of a script but like what's more real than than ha- like spending your days with someone that's not your girl or your guy anyway so i i know it's her quote unquote fake family but you know there's no way that they didn't have an attraction and whatever and, and i have to somehow be cool with it and know that sh- you know there's more to it than that and just i guess not blow my fucking steam <laughs> uh, and, and, and be like uh, that guy but it's right. tough
1: but at the end of the day she comes home to you
0: except I'm on the other side of the country right now so it's, so it's annoying when like she's not telling me that story to my face you know what I mean That's it's true. tough it's just tough and it's like day two of me traveling but it's just tough when she had I think two jobs in a row like last week she had a job um, a fitness shoot with another guy who wasn't attractive by the way. But this this dude was cute, but like the other dude wasn't attractive. And like they posted a photo fo- like he posted a photo and tagged around it. So I like I hate that I, I hate that I see a photo of her that's not on her Instagram that someone else posted. Because it's like you know it's there. Yeah. She's not trying to hide it. She ended up posting the same photo herself. But I'm like, you guys spent an afternoon on a like a beach in Malibu together. Ugh Do <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like we do hikes. That's what we do. And even though so not to beat a dead horse, but she leads a little bit of a different um, lifestyle that I have to be okay with than I do. But I go on stage and potentially flirt with the audience. Do you know what I mean? So, so she's got to deal with that too, which I don't think she's great at. But I think she's better than like she's not insecure and in being like, I need a you know some chuckle fucker tonight. And like, <laughs> she doesn't feel that <laughs> right. way. But I also think. You know, if I did a show with, like, a good-looking young audience and afterwards I'm talking to, to people that came to the show, she would not want to be hanging around. You know what I mean? Right. She'd have, you know, so it's... it's. uh But it, you have
1: to... But, like, you said this before. Like, you have to let her give you space at the end of a show. That's why you didn't want her to come to that one show. Because, you know, I heard the episode about she wanted to order food and this and that. Oh, my it's gosh, like, yeah. You just have to be able to... Do your thing after the show because that's actually part of why you're there to do and the that, show. And it's
0: hard for me to. Um, it's hard for me. I want her there. I want to impress her. It's a reason. Like she's the one. She's the one I want to impress. But yeah, I mean, we got in a fight. We got in a bad fight after a show, and I'm thinking, is it because she wants attention and doesn't know it? And like this could all sound batshit crazy, but like I just had. A, I just had the performance. I have a good set, and then. And then it's, uh, and then it's like back to relationship mode and it's like, I need a little bit more. It's, you know, like the high of a good set, uh, follows like a little bit of a tremor afterwards where it's like, all right, it's still going to be about me for a few minutes. Like I got people that want to say I did a good job. I have it's enough. You get enough, uh, beating up in the industry where like when, when you do have a good set, you do, you'll find, I mean, it's, you know, you kind of hang out afterwards and there might be someone there who's like, you, you want to accept whatever, whatever love people want to give you and not just run away. And, that's t- and she's like, let's get out of here. I'm like, let's just hang around. For-. It doesn't mean I'm insecure. It means that like, we get so beat up in the industry that we need to like fill up that well a little bit.
1: Right. So either next time she goes home after the set or next time she brings friends and then goes out with them while you stay and network. Because I think for her, Smart. That's good. she doesn't want to sit around and just be like... Standing around being Dave's girlfriend Absolutely. after the set. Like, I wouldn't want to do that. A purse holder. So. <laughs> <Which by> the, <laughs> That's Chris, your job. <laughs> Chris, Pratt, Chris
0: Pratt was a purse holder for a while. You know, do you know him and Anna Ferris? He used to be, like, the guy without any, like, she was, like, this, the famous actress, you know? Yeah. And he wasn't successful yet. And he would just be, like, her holding the purse on right. the red carpet. And now he's, like, the fucking stud. Nice. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. And uh, <laughs> I'm, watching, uh, I'm watching The bats it. Do you watch that shit? No. Oh my gosh. I'm sorry. <laughs> so basically it's it, it's funny because it's a bunch of dudes and as soon as they know they're not going to like win or like as soon as they feel like threatened their ego goes nuts and they're just like fuck this chick <laughs> but like that's me but it's like it's it's so it's just an observation i'm making uh watching the show because it's just human nature when you feel threatened to be like i don't fucking care about that shit fucker i don't give a fuck and you're like no bro you're gonna cr- win some money yeah bro you're crying alone in a limo <laughs> like you, and it's not even they're not even trying to win anything it's just but um the bats the bats are at uh spoiler alert this past episode had sex with one of the guys uh, i can't believe this shit is like semi-real <laughs> she had sex with one of the guys and there's still like there's still like probably eight other guys in the house so there's i don't know shit's going down i'm a grown man and i'm watching this shit it's yeah real.
1: but you but this is great because it's also part of what you talk about it's human comedy.
0: dynamics even though like yeah they're obviously set up it's staged a lot of it is staged but it's like these are emotions that they're all feeling and they've i couldn't do it and there's this one guy he's like super alpha male and he's like ready to quit the show he's like I don't need to I don't need to hang around while she fucks other guys. And he doesn't even know that she fucks some guy yet. But like when it gets down to like the final two or three, she gets to like take him back to her place and pretty much fuck him. But this was the first time that someone fucked a guy this early on. Oh. <laughs> and uh, and any anyway, it's so stupid but it's like, yeah, I could I am so competitive but I I there's there's different ways to compete for a woman. There's competing against another guy for a woman, that's at tail tail as old as time right two different guys competing for the love and sure. who's gonna win i don't do that shit i can't stand that that's when shit gets messy do you know what i mean when there's like when a woman can i had that in a past relationship where like i felt like i was competing with this girl's ex who was like he, I think she, the girl, listens. He was a military guy. I'm like I can't compete with that. Like he had served and like had been ambushed and this and that. And the girl felt all this. Like she, she felt like forever indebted to this guy. And I'm like, I can't compete with that. I'm not. That's and I was like, and I, and I, it was just like that. The feeling of being threatened. Like fuck this relationship. But I was also slipping away from her, and he was kind of winning. And I was like. I, and the, uh, my, my current, re- not to jump all over my current relationship, I don't, there's no competing with other guys of past. There's no exes that I feel like I have to compete.
1: Well, you put the nicks on that because you were like, I don't want to be your friend and then have you, and then see you going out with another guy. I can't handle it. Exactly. So I want you to be my lady. And that was that. Be my lady.
0: And in, in the, and in the end, maybe she was getting there, but I wasn't willing to wait to find out that it wasn't you know what i mean to go there yeah and like i guess that's me that that was me taking a stance on saying i'm not gonna compete like i'm not gonna you know because dude yeah dudes are fucking i mean she yeah, everyone's it's la it's hard to find a, the right person in la so everyone's asking Here everyone too. Out. yeah New York, what's your are you single what's your deal i'm single <laughs> yeah everything's good i'm
1: very single i well yeah i was having a hard time letting go of um Sort of an on again, off again relationship. Baseball player. Yep.
0: Okay, I didn't know if it was the same but, one.
1: But we're still very good friends, which is uh, great. I don't understand how that works. Uh, I don't either. This is the first. <laughs> this is the first one. What's the matter? That I've how ever can, been able to be friends with. How can you do that? And I think it's only because he doesn't live here. <laughs> you don't do you know what to, I
0: mean. I mean, so yeah, he's. Um, I mean, like, well, he's also a lot younger he, than he, me. He's younger than you, and um, we didn't. Well, it's kind of a small world because. You and I met at Crunch Gym, right? And um, instantly, instantly, you're the warmest soul in the world. And then it turned out we had another friend in common who's a great, warm soul. She's amazing. Uh, And uh, (laughs) and um, and then because of you, I got involved with this baseball team here. And it's like there's a lot of little like offsprings of our friendship. But um, this was a guy who who was um, traveling a lot, trying to follow his dreams. Still is.
1: Still is. And I I think that the reason we can remain friends um, is because I actually feel like, you know, in reference to Superior Man, that men, people in general, need to follow their dreams. And if, um, you know, and if that's what he needs to be doing right now, which is like baseball and focusing on that, he only has so many years, you know, to make that happen. I actually... I think that the guy would never really, like, I think he would resent me if, um, if it broke. didn't work out for whatever reason because he felt like he had to split his time between me and, and baseball. And, like, even during offseason, like, he's training and he's, you know, he's, he's still, he, like, moved to a warmer place so he could train during offseason. And, and I feel like, um, I, I know it's, like, stupid and cliche to say, like, if you love someone, set them free. But I think that... I,
0: I set them on fire. <laughs> if I can't have them. If you love someone, you can't I have them that, I set think, them on fire.
1: I mean I think it was just it was really great. We really loved each other. We had a great time. I learned feel, a lot.
0: Do you feel that you you were giving you were giving him something that he didn't appreciate? Like do you feel like you were the one who got the short end of the stick? Like how do you like uh, he's following? Not to say you're not following your dreams as well, but you're doing them in a way that could have involved him, and he's doing them in a way that really couldn't involve you. I mean, he's he's a, he's a gypsy right now. I mean, that's right. You get you traveling a lot. You're chasing, and it, it, it's funny. It's funny because it's like, you know, these are it's 2015. We don't we don't have to fight you know you know tribal wars, but he's like men still have to go away and fight their own war. Yeah, and and they got to come back with with the catch, <laughs> and it's hard to like. I feel like when you're reaching new levels of enlightenment, it's hard to bring people along with you. I've, I've had to go into the woods. I've had to go out on my own. When I went to California last time, I, I, I ruined a relationship over it, but I had to go out, r- hit below rock bottom. Oh, That's right. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and I had to, and then, and then I didn't even, I didn't even meet you till I came back. And then I came back to New York and I was like, pretty much a different person. And, and, recovering. Yeah. Recovering <laughs> yeah. from a lot of fucked up things, but also like, like, really showing that, like, I could go out a- alone and come back still, in, you know, yeah, not completely wrecked. But, like, how do you feel with.
1: Well, I mean, I. Where when, he leaves you. When you just asked me, like, you know, are you single now? This was the first time that I very happily have been able to say, like, Good. I am single. Because I think I was sort of. I don't want to say waiting around, but I think I was sort of hoping that things would work out. And, um. And I just like recently decided that I needed to just let that go and be open to somebody else coming into my life who is also going to be following their dreams. And maybe we can follow our dreams together. And uh, I know it sounds cheesy, but I I think that uh, I think sometimes that you meet people and they teach you a lesson and it doesn't always have to end poorly. Like that was the best breakup I ever had the best. Wow. And we talked about things. We learned how to talk about things more together because in the beginning of the relationship, I, he's like really good looking. So I had a really hard time talking to him about certain things cause I got intimidated. <laughs> <That's funny. laughs> but, um, but then I learned about that and then, you know, I feel like he learned, you know, a lot of about relationships from me and. I think I was the first like older woman that he dated. I mean, not that You're much. Yo- older.
0: Yeah, I mean, what are you? A couple years older than him? I
1: mean, I guess like six years older. Really? But
0: yeah. it's New York. It doesn't. It doesn't work that way in New York. It's a, kind of like this little snow globe of like it doesn't really work that way. Yeah. It's but different. I know. What you, I don't. I know what you mean as far as like that's a specific. You know, chasing your baseball dreams is like you know. Wait, well, how old is he? Twenty six. Twenty six. Yeah, so he's got like it's like a year or two before it's like you Done. know you either catch that streak or you don't. Yeah. And I play with guys that like you know that make it that way but it's also like it's against the odds you know and that's part of the journey too i mean i've i've i you know i've wanted it to probably just as he did back in the day and and then you realize like i've I've channeled my competitiveness to something that's more sustainable yeah which it's a mind fuck with stand up and all this but it's more like i'm not you know i don't wake up with elbow pains (laughs) like i used to i just wake up with like soul pains like what am i doing i
1: know the artist the artist Uh, heart oh
0: but um it's it's like life's too short to like, you know, you got to put, you know, you feel pain, but you put yourself out there. And unfortunately, you know, some people listening might, this might ring true with you. There's a lot of people that don't put themselves out there and, you know, aren't genuine and true to themselves and aren't pursuing whatever dream they might have. And like I've always said, you know, whether it's a blog or um, an Instagram page, no matter what it is, you can curate your own creativity, even though like, you know, I'd, I thought I was too old to get into acting when I was 22. I thought I was like oh, I missed the fucking Disney boat, you know what I mean? And, that, and then I was like, well, oh, he's got into stand up at 26. Ooh, jeez, fuck, 10 years I'm gonna be old as fuck to get this thing going. But it's like, compared to what? What is what? What is my other option?
1: But then you have more more life experience, more things to talk about, you, you know, pass more, my coffee? <laughs> more, um you know, more people and and connections and.
0: And I was listening to this guy yeah. Dean Del Rey on um on a on a podcast. He got into comedy at thirty nine. And he's forty four now and he's starting to do well. But he was a rock he like was like a rock performer before that and it's like it's, it's, it's beautiful that people can be at any age get into something and still pursue it with a passion that keep that keeps them youthful and I going back to my hometown it's hard to find that. My fa- I got like an old my family's pretty old like their mentalities like dinners at four it's <laughs> it's so hard to go home and like and to like match up with that energy yeah. but they're happy you know well, like sure. I got a stepsister she just had her third kid she's uh, six months younger than me She's had her third kid she's 29 and um she's happy and like she and you know like I hate to I hate to relate it to like uh you call them like worker bees you know you got like the worker bees or like you go like they say like you know some people gotta dig ditch it you know everyone's got their own job in this kind of like this like utopia takes all and of us to make the world. Yeah. And uh, you know, you just, but the the thing that the thing is, is that some people might be quite happy just, just doing their nine to five and having time with their kids and this and that, and that total respect. But there are people out there that like, that, that this podcast rings true to that aren't pursuing their thing that feel like I get private messages from people being like, dude, Like, yeah, I, I so relate, but like, and then they'll list eight limitations, you know? Sure. I was like, you know, it's like one of those things we we put, we put those same limitations on ourselves with relationships. Like, um, I'll settle for this one because like he comes from this family and like we work well together and it's like, I'm not encouraging anyone to break up, but I'm just to keep your, to keep your soul open. And, and I guess with, with, with too many words, I was trying to tie it back to the fact that you can happily say you're single and. You can't coach yourself really into that feeling. You can only you can only build the foundation to get there, and then no no good guy is going to want you and when you're not ready.
1: Totally, and and I and it actually took me a while because I needed to do some like a little bit of healing work and a little bit of you know, uh, you know, not just like yoga and meditation, but I needed you know I went to someone else's meditation to like have them sort of help me with that, and it and it felt. Um, it felt really good to, to work on that and, and say, like, I'm actively working on keeping my heart like available and open. And
0: Are you worried though that you're going to be attracted to the next rocker that travels and doesn't have time? You know, are you worried that the no, next no. gypsy is going to come in? That's no, like no, I love gypsies. I, I'm a gypsy <laughs>
1: myself. I, I'm teaching in Miami right now once a month and then I'm, you know, flying to Denver next week. And so I'm, I've, I don't mind, uh, gypsy, gypsy lifestyle <laughs> okay, a little bit, uh, you know, I I also feel like um, you know until I like actually let that relationship go, I was I was sort of telling people I was single, but I was like, oh, I really want a boyfriend, and it and it was for the wrong reason. It was because I was feeling a little lonely or a little bit defeated or a little tired. or I wanted to be cuddled or all these things, and um. And now I feel like since I let that relationship go, I feel like. Well, I could have a boyfriend, but I feel so much more like self sustaining and, um, and good. And I, and I actually feel like that's when you should have a relationship is when you're a hundred percent, they're a hundred percent, and together you're two hundred percent, not that you're fifty percent. Yeah, not one person right. leaning
0: on the other. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of like I always said, like it's two trees just growing tall next to each other. I love that. You don't know, want one covered in vines being drowned out, you know? <laughs> um, well, I hope you keep me updated with the life that I you will. live, <laughs> and I will continue to shout you out and quote you and talk about Thanks, uh, how positive our relationship's been. It's it's a funny it's a funny world, you know. It's funny, you know. Like we literally met when I was when I came back to New York three years ago to pick up some pieces. Dave
1: <laughs> was the hot guy in my yoga <laughs> class. <laughs> we all called him that. <laughs>
0: You don't want to see me now. I got I did I took my BMI at the Crunch gym yesterday. I'm overweight. I'm 25.5. That's overweight. I googled it. I was like, ah, oh, 25.5, probably right in the average middle." I was like, "25.5, slightly overweight." It's like, "All right." As I sip my heavy cream dunking down a taste coffee. Um, anyway, it's it, like I can't put to worry. I hope I hope uh people if you live in new york check out check out amber. where can people find you your twitter your instagram yeah, what's twitter a good way
1: instagram amber damato it's it's amber with a y-a-m-b-y-r and we'll take it's a Y-A-R. we'll do a
0: selfie i don't know when we're going to post this because um it's it's i'm just you know it'll be sometime in the next week or two but uh again thank you so much for joining me in the park here oh, and i hope i park hope uh, <laughs> our park, park cast rubbed off on you guys listening uh all over the world by the way it's really interesting um i I don't know if our friends in dubai give a shit that we're in central park but uh or shanghai we got a buddy there they're all over the place it's cool um thanks for checking us out uh follow amber uh for some soul updates Uh, (laughs) and um that's the episode until next time thanks for having uh thanks for coming on the show i appreciate it thanks steve and by the way, on the way, you have an amazing podcast voice. Thank you. <laughs> I, I meant to say that before. It's all that yoga. And I'm like this, like, I sound smoky and, like, raspy. And you're just like, hi, I've got an NPR voice. This is very nice. <laughs> Thanks so much for being on the show. Thank you. Goodbye. Okay, bye. <laughs>